0: hey what's up welcome back to the sixth episode of the solo podcast with me blank um i'm excited and happy to tell you that we're going back to our roots with this one it's currently 7:32 in the morning 7 17th of december 2020 and as some of you might know and i never used to say this in the beginning because i mean i still used to say it but now i have 44 listeners Uh, i mean i have 44 total listeners so it might be just one person listening over and over and over again and if that's the case i appreciate you but what i knew back then and what i know now are different back then i didn't have anyone now i'm certain that someone is listening to these so thank you and i'd like to say that back then i used to do or back then which is like a month and a bit ago but i used to do the podcast at around this time 7 to 8 a.m for about 30 minutes 45 minutes to an hour and during the past two episodes i went out of that uh routine because it's not good to develop those type of things you know what i'm saying because if you do that it becomes a tradition and tradition is sometimes good and sometimes it's just gonna pressure you to do things that you don't want to do so let's say what if i want to do this podcast at seven at night in the back of my mind i'm always going to have this thing that oh you always do these at seven in the morning why don't you just keep doing it man blah 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 you know this should be free flowing the reason i i've done this to begin with is because i just want to talk So. Why should I limit myself to one hour of the day when I can do this whenever I want? And however many times I want to be honest, I could do two episodes a day if I wanted to. And I hope I get to do that sometimes. But like I said, uh, I take these as just my brain vomiting out all the thoughts it had. You know, it's an unpleasant picture, but, you know, bear with me. Vomiting out all the thoughts that just go through my mind and, you know just put it into one podcast and put it all into the world you know whatever comes out of it comes out of it but i'm grateful to anybody who's listening and welcome to any new listeners you know i just spent the past 30 minutes in the bathroom looking at the mirror talking to myself acting as if i was making a speech at the uh, general assembly the un general assembly and i was just calling out motherfuckers you know left and right just chatting shit you know but of course doing it in in a nice manner because i believe in destiny and i don't know how many of y'all believe in destiny but here's the thing of course i go by the name blank in quotes single quotes because it's a single word Word, not world, word, blank. I just, currently, the way things are, or, you know, things are with me, not with the world or whatever, but things are with me. I just like to keep this anonymous, and it keeps it fun for the viewer. You can hypothesize on the few things I didn't make clear about myself. So, of course, if you listen to this, you could make out a few things about me without me saying them too obviously so of course i want to keep my name anonymous i want to keep my looks anonymous that's why it's a podcast it's not one of them youtube things where my face is out there so you know i just like the anonymity of this thing and i'm sure it's going to be fun for you people because you you people could imagine how i look like and you could relate it to yourselves so i don't know if you're black white asian whatever you are you know you could relate to me more by just you know projecting your image of me which i don't care to be honest anyways what i was getting at was i was just making a speech and yeah actually yeah destiny that's what it was excuse me it was destiny i'm a muslim right it's obvious it should be obvious if you listen to me in the past but i'm a muslim and you know in islam we believe that everything that's supposed to happen to you that's gonna happen to you that will happen to you that has happened to you everything is written everyone's deeds are written everything is written from the day you're born from the day you're conceived your whole life is written out for you now of course no one else knows this but god right so a lot of people could you know hear that and say like oh damn like you know everything is written so why don't i just do whatever because it's written already right but no dummy that's not you know that's that ain't how it works type of thing you don't know what's written you don't know you know, you don't know how your life is gonna be we say it's the unknown knowledge only God knows so in your mind it's a blank slate it's all clean you can be whatever you wanna be you can do whatever you wanna do at the end of the day what's written is gonna be accurate but don't let that limit you in what you can do and what you can become and that's my reply when people tell me, you know, if everything's written, what's the point of trying? Of course you have to try. You you can't live a life of, you know, just giving up. You have to go out there and make the difference you want to make. And that's what I was coming at, destiny. Some, you know, some would say my destiny is was written in the book right but i don't know that and you don't know that only god knows that what i know is in my heart you know waking up right now i'm a university student right so you know in some some universities you could choose you know how many courses you want to take a semester right so i want to take two courses i want to take three courses i want to do this take this selective do that blah 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 you know mix and shovel things a lot make your first year hella easy your second year kind of hard and your third year you know just throw everything at the last year and hope you succeed type of thing but the way it is where i am right now on this beautiful morning might i add actually really enjoy morning time when i'm not sleepy i mean i was awake the whole night that's besides the point, anyways, where I am right now, they choose everything for you and you can only select your electives so you know you end up getting to choose from two two subjects you end you end up doing that right you end up going to university you end up graduating you end up finding a job you gotta work for someone emphasis on working for someone of course while working for him you're working for yourself as well you gotta earn a living through that you earn a healthy life a life where you could support yourself support your wife your husband your kids if you ever if you ever want to have any you end up working a nine to five for the next 30, 40 years. And God willing, you get to 60. You end up retiring. You get a pension. You live off of that for a few years. Then your kids might grow tired of this old man, this old woman. And we, you know, you gotta put them in the old people's house. And that's where you'll end up living the rest of your life. Till you die peacefully. Now is that the life you want to live? Because I'm going to tell you right now. Fuck no. Fuck no. First of all, I hope my kids ain't bitches. And they ain't going to throw me in no fucking goddamn old people's house. And second of all, I hope I don't need to rely on them that bad. That's one. Second of all a lot of people have an issue with a nine-to-five you know and i want to make that clear before going forward i have no issues with you know having a nine-to-five taking care you know just the traditional norm you know the way you'd normally live you know you don't have to be a billionaire you don't have to be a millionaire you know to live a healthy life you don't have to i don't know have fucking 30 cars and three fucking yachts and two fucking private jets that does not mean you've made it because at the end of the day and i know this sounds cliche but it is the truth it's what's in your heart it's what's in your heart it's it's, it's that simple if you are content 1000% with living a nine-to-five just a normal comfortable life Paycheck to paycheck. Kids go to school. Kids graduate. You have a stable job. A stable income. House life is good. The wife is happy. The kids are happy. The parents are happy. Relationships are good. If that's how you want to live. That's great. But there's also no problem if you want to chase. You know. The riches you want to chase, the success you want to, you know, do all those sorts of things. Because yeah, a lot of people look at that as shallow and vague, and uh, and when people look at, you know, um, like with these fucking stupid rich, you know, stupid rich houses that cost like fifty million dollars, and you know, you can fuck it. You think the people that live in them shit gold. Because the fucking toilet seat is coated in gold. Like, it's fucking unnecessary type of shit. You know, the gaudi D-O-U-D-Y. Type of houses, right? You know, a lot of people look at them and they're like, you know, I bet the people living in them aren't happy. I am happy with where I am. You don't have to do that you don't have to say that because it feels weird it feels like it's coming from a place of despise like you despise them and you think just because you know they have all these things that they're living miserable no it doesn't have to be that way you know people feel fulfillment from different type of things but just because someone sees it in the blink blink rather than the normal comfortable stuff that we're all used to doesn't mean that they're shallow it's just the way they live it's just how they like things so i never got why always people had to bring those people those type of people down you know i bet you're not happy i bet your life is not good look at this are you trying to cover up your tears by the sounds of your fountain in your living room who gives a shit honestly but i'm saying that because to me i don't want neither are what's appealing to me but i'm not a fan of working for someone for the rest of my life and then getting laid off you know because i got sick or i got tired or i've had a family emergency just this extreme reliance on one person one company one man one woman it is unbelievable to me and i and i cannot bear to live like that and at the same time i know i know that life is finite we're not going to live forever no matter what technology comes out no matter how people desperately want to live forever and day and night you see scientists you see billionaires funding research on how to stop aging how to prolong life yet at the same time we complain about overpopulation you know i'm content with living and i've spoken about this a few days ago to my mother you know with my mother i was just saying you know listen right now i don't want to get to 90 and crippled and you know needing someone to wash my ass i was like if i reach that point just fucking take me god take me because i don't want to be here no more i don't want to rely on no fucking no other man or no other woman i don't give a damn if they're my child i don't give a damn if it's my wife you know but that's love my wife won't actually do that but no i wouldn't do that don't like what's the point at that like at that point like what's the point of just going on for the sake of going on if you can't enjoy life but at the same time even if you could reach 150 years old 160 years old without you know being you know a senile old man that can't do anything by himself even if you could do that i don't want to do that because everything has a time limit and whenever you overstay your visit it becomes uncomfortable you know and I find you know a a weird sort of comfort in knowing that one day we're all not gonna be here that this is just a trial version of the full story i i i get a i get a weird sense of comfort from that to be honest now i'm not saying that death is something to you know think lightly of but at the same time i don't think you should fear death to the point that you'll fucking flip the whole world upside down Just to stop aging. Just to stop doing these things. Because at the end of the day. We are gonna die. We are gonna die. Now of course. Some of us might die earlier than others. Of course. But at the same time. Like you know. I always thought about it. I was like. If you know how someone dies. Could you stop it? Because if you stop it. Even if you knew. And you stopped it something else is gonna come are you gonna live your life just to escape death at that point point? and think about it are you just gonna be living just not to die because I think one day we're gonna reach a point in technology where we are faced with that option that we could live for stupid amounts of time that the ones that have been around for 400 years are just gonna be living just for the sake of not dying and i don't know about you but that's not my thing but like i said whether it's an 80 year old person or a 400 year old person we're all gonna end up under the ground but before doing so i have a few things on my mind that i hope to accomplish first of all i want to get this shit popping i want this podcast to do well you know what i'm saying (laughs) But for real, though, you know, I come from a quote-unquote, you know, third world country. I mean, you know, my brother was actually educating me on this a uh, few days ago, a few weeks ago. Actually, he was like, you know, they're actually called, you know, third world countries because they had no involvement in the world in the World War Two conflict that's why it's called first world you know first world the allies. second world the axis third world everyone else that was just fucking bystanders or were just used colonized all that type of shit i think so I i don't know i asked him about the second second world i don't think there's a second world i think it's first and third maybe i'm all no i think it's first and second the first being the allies the second being the axis the third being everyone else so when people say you know third world countries it's not like a this as oh my god this country is shit because a lot of fucking countries that are amazing are called third world countries so you know i always used to think about that term and be like no fuck that stupid ass term i hate how it's used anyways Um, But after finding out what it actually means, eh, it's whatever. So, I come from a third world country, right? Corrupt as shit. Corrupt as shit. And I actually ended up going back there to graduate because, you know, i was born in a foreign country which was not foreign to me because i was born there but it's not one of them countries that you know embraces those type of people like me and you know gives them the citizenship and all that stuff you know it's not you know like uh, you have it in most western countries where if you're born in the country you are from your natural born citizen ain't nothing like that where i was born so you know the foreign land became my homeland type of thing and i lived there comfortably for 16 17 years of my life till you know they deemed us unnecessary and they told us to leave and since you're not a citizen you gotta do what you gotta do and i went back to my home country spent two years there boy i'll tell you it was tough it was as tough as it comes to be honest. And you know, in hindsight, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty You know, um, you could look back at you could look back at it and take the lessons from them and use it in your life today. Because it did make me a stronger person, it made me you know because in those two years I was basically doing the whole quarantine thing don't leave your house because I never left the house dead ass I never left the house I'd stay I'd come back from school and I'd just sit home that we didn't have no TV 24 seven Wi-Fi would you know would be garbage like I was used to 144 p videos you can't do anything a fucking toilet was atrocious the fucking toilet had a fucking window to the main living area it's not the living room you know how every house has just just that empty ass gap and you know you can go from room to room like the hallway type of thing the fat hallway you know the toilet had a window that was not facing out of the house it was facing in to that living area so you know talk about badly engineered holy shit it was fucked the whole thing was fucked you know God when i was a kid i was a piece of shit i used to drink and i know you're gonna judge me off of this but i used to get soap i actually used to get the arabic soap uh, it's actually it smells really really fucking good and it's actually really comfortable on your hands so i used to use that soap I'd get some water from the tap and the country I was residing in isn't the wa- The tap water isn't safe to drink but I didn't give a shit I used to take that fucking water the soapy water I used to gargle with that shit and I used to swallow it sometimes I was a nasty ass fucking kid I'll tell you that R- right now I'll be the first to confess I was a nasty ass fucking kid but hey The moment I got to my home country, I was a monster. I already put my stomach, I already put my body through hell. So when all my family got sick, I was chilling. I was chilling. Life was good. Life was good. You know, I used to make fun of them. I was like, you know, you used to to talk bad about me. Used to chat shit. Now who's taking a shit, huh? Who can't stop taking a shit? (laughs) <laughs> you know i'm I i yeah, I'm a big shit talker but you know that's just how i was so you know during during those two years i learned a lot but at the same time i got to see my people because where i where i where i was born we had when i was born and since i'm 20 this year obviously i was born in The year 2000. There were probably 50 people from my home country where I was living. Fast forward 10 years later, probably around 10. You know, go back 10 years before I was born. In 1990 to like 1995. Probably like 100 or something. But as time goes on things change so at the end of it I think it was just my family and another family for a solid I think uh, sorry I think it was three, three to four families for a solid six years my last six years so 2010 onwards and honestly honestly it was like it was it was it was good you know seeing your own people uh, like i said i'm i'm a big proponent of diversity i actually think diversity is one of the greatest things that a lot of people don't know about because countries like the us a lot of european countries a lot of asian countries now are benefiting of diversity when you get the best people not only from your own country but from other countries to come together and to mix their different minds th- because you know the way you think is shaped by your environment by the way you were brought up by what you've seen about what you've been through so when you get these different people not different as in themselves but their mentalities so instead of telling the 10 similar people hey think out of the box why don't you get every single person to be different so no one needs to think out of out of the box think within your box to the best of your abilities and get everyone to come together to combine their ideas and that's how you get the googles of the world the facebook's of the world the snapchats of the world a lot of these you know fortune 500 companies were made by children of immigrants, second generation immigrants and that's and, and, it's, and of course that's a credit to the diversity in most of these countries, but a lot of people don't notice that and a lot of people really are against diversity for some reason and and it baffles me when people are against diversity for what for what oh in my mind it's either hella racist people or them ultra nationalists which which is basically hella racist too so other than that there's no fucking reason to be racist it's not only that you also get to see other other people's cuisines other people's traditions it's so you know and people always are like you know we're all the same we're all the same of course we're all the fucking same we're humans you know we can't be we can't be that fucking different we're humans you know but at the same time saying we're all the same it takes away from our culture from our traditions from the way we've grown up and that's a shame because this world is massive and it's so fucking cool when you go from one place to another and see Oh, that's how they do this. Oh, I do it like this, but you guys do it like that. Oh my god, what the hell is that? Oh oh god damn the fuck oh shit Like just fucking fanboying and just being curious as as to how they do this, why do you do this? It's just you know we we don't celebrate our differences enough too. Is what I'm trying to say. We don't celebrate our differences enough. You know, we actually have to start appreciating those differences. We have to, we have to start celebrating them as much as we celebrate our similarities. Because our similarities are all fine and whatever, but the differences is where it's at, and the differences is what led to these fucking big ass companies coming out of nowhere. Because if you just take a look at Japan, amazing ass country, right? Everyone loves Japan you know innovation wise they ain't popping look at all their biggest companies them companies been around for hundreds of years look at mitsubishi toyota all these companies have been around for at least minimum 50 years majority of their mitsubishi majority of their top 10 companies if not all of them are all this you don't get new companies there you don't get young people making new companies because the whole culture there does not build innovators they build workers i don't know what to be honest i don't know a lot of people are like and a lot of the what's their name the especially the white nationalists in America they point to japan look at them ninety seven ninety eight percent Japanese. look at how good they're doing. Look at how this is that. Well, um, yet, in the same fucking sentence, would say America's the greatest country in the world, and why is that? Do you think America's just the way it is because of Americans? It's the fucking land of immigrants. I don't know if people say freedom or or whatever. When I think America, I think diversity. I think immigrants. I think of Mexican cuisine. I think of halal guys. You know. That's what I think of. It's just ridiculous that people don't want to accept that diversity is what makes us great and the sharing of ideas from our point of view and mixing them with others births greater and better ideas and I hope we start celebrating our differences and just the way we are anyways like I was saying before I went on a tangent I come from a third world country and just being there made me see how hard you know, how hard life really is, and, you know, me coming from, you know, my life was good, middle class life, if I needed something, I eventually got it, I lived comfortably, I was fed, I was sheltered, I was clothed, I went on a trip or two, life was good, life was good. but when i went to my home country and i've seen how some of these kids actually lived in you know uh huts because they couldn't afford you know the concrete type of houses or you know brick houses so they'd have to make huts out of uh, milk you know the formula type milk you'd have to fucking beat that and flatten it and then construct a house out of it or like sheet metal and how they're still eager to go to school and learn even though the teachers were pieces of shit and they were fucking useless and they couldn't wipe their own ass but these children were still there to learn the and I met some of the smartest people there that I have ever met in my life and if they were where I was, growing up so if they were my classmate in the country I was born in they would have been national champions in mathematics science, English, whatever but their opportunities limited their success I don't want to see my people go to waste. I don't want to see their lives go to waste. I don't want to see their talents go to waste. I don't want to see their brightness go to waste. They've honestly, they had some of the best smiles I've ever seen in my life. I can't, and I think that's my destiny. I don't know how I'm gonna do it. I'm not the one with the book. I'm not the one that knows. Uh, my life is gonna turn up, but I'm I'm the one who can steer that ship, and I'm gonna make goddamn sure that I'm gonna try my best, and I'm gonna push, I'm gonna push, I'm gonna push, and I'm gonna rise to the top, and one day, God willing, I'm gonna get the top position in my country. And I'm gonna make a difference whether it's in 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, you know, take a pick. It is going to happen. Because of my conviction. It's my belief. It's my destiny. I believe it with my heart, with my chest, with my mind, with my soul. Every living cell in me believes that I'm going to get there one day not because of the power not because of the money what the fuck gives about money if at the end of the day you can't take it with you to the grave and i know people you know another cliche you can't take your money to the grave but listen think about it it is true what are you fighting for all your life Trying to gain power, trying to gain land, trying to gain notoriety, look at me, I'm the biggest, baddest man, no one can fuck with me, no one can look at me, no one can talk to me, no one can even say shit to me, don't breathe my way, I'm gonna fucking nuke you and your family, then what, you live 30, 40, 50 years, you rule your country for fucking, I don't know, 60 years, you have the dictated that no one can look at, you fucking worshipped everywhere, But then you die. Maybe, maybe then your fucking government forces people to mourn you for a few months. But then what? But then what? Think about it. How long have humans been around? At least in the form we are now, with countries and rulers and all that type of shit. Thousands of years, right? How many dictators do you think we've had? How many tyrants do you think we've had? Pick ten. Pick ten tyrants. Where are they now? Where will they be in 60 years? Dead. We're all gonna die. You can't outrun it like I've said. It's gonna catch up to all of us no matter how strong we are. We can build the greatest defenses on Earth against nuclear weapons, against fucking aliens, against whatever you want. But at the end of the day, you can't build nothing that can stop death from taking you away. So what What would all of that money do for me? What? Temporary, uh, you know, temporary validation temporary comfort then what then what you know I always used to let me let me take a sip of water I'm getting parched listen I'm the type of person that and it's a bad habit let me adjust my seat promise you are in farts just must see it is squeaky you know i'm trying to get more comfortable i'm trying to you know because usually i I try to not move around when i'm making these podcasts but you know slowly but surely we are in our sixth episode like i said the evil seven 99% of podcasters stop after their seventh episode like i've said the past like i'm gonna keep saying till we reach it and pass it we're going to blow that shit out of the water. I promise you. We're better than the 99%. I hope so. <laughs> Anyways. You know. It's a bad habit of mine. But I'm the type of person that. I, I. And we all. We're all. Some of us at least are like this. And we're all like this to a certain extent. Where. Let's say there's a trip coming up. And you're excited, you're excited, you're excited till a day or two before the trip and then it suddenly hits you in your mind. Fuck. It's like the build-up. You're afraid, you're afraid that the build-up would be more enjoyable than the actual trip itself. Because you're like this isn't gonna last forever. What? Is the trip three days? Then what? And it's back to normal life, then what is there to be excited about? And that's the type of mentality I've had for the longest time. And I know it's a fucking scuffed mentality, it's a stupid ass mentality. It's it's really it's 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 a self-destructive mentality that takes away from the enjoyment of life, you know, because I'd be so fucking you know concerned with oh my god, this is gonna end the trip. Even like I'm I'm fucking experiencing I'm I'm at the trip like the trip is happening but i'm just thinking about when it's gonna end and not living it so for the past i think six seven eight years of my life i've been trying to live in the moment i've really been trying to live in the moment i always in a like let's say i'm in a bus i'd look out and I'd see a person walking, and I'd keep my eyes on them, I'd keep my eyes on them, and keep my, on them, keep my eyes on them, keep my eyes on them, keep my eyes on them, till they pass. And in my mind, I'd always try to visualize that person again. Let me see if I even got a moment. Let me see if I even got a moment in my mind. And for the past, six seven eight years since I've started it I was never ever ever able to grasp a moment I was never able to hold on to a moment whatever it was I'd look out at I'd look out at the sky I'd look at the person I just I'd always practice taking in the moment I'd always practice taking in the moment because all of this is temporary I'd always do it myself like I'd look at the time I'd say oh it's 8 13 in the morning. It's been 41 minutes and 35 seconds of the podcast. It's the 17th of December 2020. This moment will never ever come back again in history. When the clock hits 8 14, it's done. 8 13 will never come back again. Of the 17th of December 2020. It will never come back again. I will never experience it again. And boom, it just happened. And believe it or not, as I was saying all of that, I was trying to take it in. I was trying to take in the moment. I was trying to take in 8.13. You know, and I know it sounds silly, but it's practice. Because as a child, I found myself not appreciating life and just thinking about when it's going to end. I was living like the person I was talking about, the 400-year-old person that's just living to die or living to escape death. Living to not die. That's what I was doing. I was not living for the sake of living. I was living worrying about, oh, I'm going to miss the moment, but I'm not living the moment. Live the moment. Live your life. Embrace it. Appreciate it. Cherish it. Value it. Because we only get a moment for a moment. And it will never come back again. So I know the value of a moment. Because of how much I used to devalue it growing up. And I am still growing up and I'm still trying to appreciate it. And one of these days, I hope so. But I assume never. I will be able to grasp a moment. I will be able to imagine and perfectly put myself... At the same position I was when I first saw the person that passed by. I will keep that image in my mind and in my heart. But right now and for the past 8 years. I have not been successful sadly. But it is what it is. And I know because of that. And because of how valuable a moment is. I know that I need to work hard to get to where I want to be. If I wanna be the prezi of my country, <laughs> if I wanna be the fucking president, I gotta work for it. I gotta work for it, and I've gotta be willing to die for it sadly the, the way the way my country is I definitely have to be willing to die for it, but hey, nothing good came easy, and nothing good came cheap. If you aren't willing to fucking die for it, if you aren't willing to sacrifice something for it, then is it actually worth it? I don't think so. You know, I love life. But I love life because I know life is going to end. If life was never ending, I'd never love life. Why the fuck would I love it? the shit keeps going on and on and on and on and on I I won't get to appreciate it but I know life is just a moment so I'm trying to appreciate it I'm just trying to appreciate this moment because you you could talk to any 80-90 year old person and they're just gonna tell you life was nothing but a moment it all flashed before my eyes within a matter of seconds it was done And as a 20-year-old man, or as a 30-year-old person, 25-year-old person, 18-year-old person, whoever you are listening to this, you're going to listen to that and be like, "No fuck no, you no, God damn, goddamn like 90 years old, gee, that's going to be a minute. I'm what? I'm 15. It's going to take me 75 years to get to 90. But, you know, God willing, you actually get to 90, you're going to look back at yourself and be like, God damn, I was 15 a minute ago. How the fuck did I get here? So embrace the moment. Live your life. Love each other. Respect each other. Explore. The world is bigger than your neighborhood. The world is bigger than your country. No matter how big your country is. The world is a vast, vast place full of unique, unique people with the unique, unique lives that you could learn from and you could make friends, friendships with that will last you a lifetime. So, you know, I, I'm, myself, I'm an introvert. I don't like going out. I don't like doing the touristy stuff. I don't like seeing people. But as part of my self program you know self improvement program that I've created and I'm trying to throw away those type of thoughts because you know that mentality is garbage. It's fucking garbage. It's shit. You you have to go out and you have to go see people. I don't care how introverted you are. I don't care if you shit yourself just like me. You should fucking go do it. Doesn't matter. Try. And I think I've said it on the podcast uh, a few episodes ago, I think so. But um, I actually, yeah, I actually, you know, walked up to a girl for the first time in my life. And I just said hi, you know. I was just trying to make friends. It wasn't anything deep or whatever. But at that point in my life, i don't think i've ever walked up to a person since i was in kindergarten which was my best friend he was the first person i actually walked up to to make friends and to speak to and he was as negative as they come the fucking piece of shit the fucking guy would push me and tell me hey man i don't know you i want to be friends with you, you just get off of me man you're weird and i just you know you know back then we were sitting on the floor so i i just keep crawling towards him you know he'd he'd crawl away just keep crawling towards him i'd keep crawling towards him i'd keep crawling towards him i wouldn't i wouldn't stop no sir i was like this dude gonna be my friend and guess what i don't know when was that two thousand and four three 17 years, 16 years on, and the guy is still my friend, we still talk, we still hang out, virtually, because I actually live in another country, it's not the Rona, but through leaving, you know, our place of birth, the place I met him, the place where we grew up together, we still, you know, we still maintain contact, and he's still my best friend he's basically like a brother to me so it's been that long since i've approached the person all my other friends came from you know mutual acquaintances like if i know someone in my class and you know we're just walking and you know they would introduce me to someone i i would never actually make an effort to walk up to someone and think about it actually for you for like for you personally when was the last time you made an effort to walk up to a person and to introduce yourself whether it's a person you liked and you want to go out on a date with or whether it was a person that you just want to be friends with when did you ever go out and write your own destiny instead of something someone bring it bringing them to you and for me for 17 years so i walked up to this girl and i was stiff boy it was like it was oh my goodness i was stiff as fuck my joints needed lubrication you know my joint needed some fucking wd-40 my knees you know i got all my knees my damn were squeaking them shit was shaking but surprisingly i was calm surprised you know because i was trying to build up courage for the past Ten minutes because I sat down somewhere, she sat down somewhere, and I was trying to build up courage for the past ten to to uh, twenty minutes. I'm just on my phone. I'm like, man, don't be a bitch. Don't be a bitch. That, that's my only message to myself. Don't be a bitch. Don't be a bitch. Mm-mm. You know, you never did this, but you know, I, you know, I'm I'm the coach friend that always you know gets his friends some, but never actually goes on to play. So I was like, you know, man, I used to clown these people for not having the courage. I got to do this shit. And I just, you know, puffed my chest. I was like, you know, fuck it. Just take a deep breath. Just calm down. Just count till 10. I woke up. Don't, don't you dare fucking get there halfway. And hit a U-turn. That's fucked up. So once you commit, you're in. Got up, did my shit. Of course, my shit was miserable. <laughs> it did not work whatsoever, at all. No sir. But, but, I'm actually proud of myself. If you want me, you know, I could tell you how we went. You know what? Fuck it. It's it's, it's the 52nd minute of the episode. And, you know, sadly, I don't think many people would be that invested to listen till this point. But I hope you guys reach out to me at podcast underscore solo on Twitter. So that's at podcast underscore solo. S-O-L-O. So I hope you guys reach out. Say what's up and tell me if you actually reached this point of the podcast i'd love to know because this is this is, this is, this is, this is a tough story to tell you know what i'm saying this this ain't e- this ain't an easy story to tell but you know like i said the podcast is there for me to express myself with no filters and that's what i'm doing i walked up to her right i was like yo listen you guys can coach me or whatever i was terrible i was like hey like hi how are you you know she was like i'm fine you know she just said it like that she was like i'm fine i was like i'm blank what's your name she was like um blank blanky. she was she i can't use the c me i'm blanky. and you know I was like, oh, yeah, it's nice to meet you. I'm just trying to make new friends. You know, I'm new here. Are you new here as well? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's that's how she said it. She was like, yeah. Of course, with a nice tone. She didn't sound like me, but she was like, yeah. I was like, oh, oh you know, that's cool, that's cool. And, you know, the thing is with me that when you're having a conversation with a person right you could tell whether the person wants this wants this conversa- conversation to go on or not based on the the way they're answering it if they're answering it, it like if i ask you hey how are you doing and you answer me good clearly you don't want to be asked how how you're doing you just want your space because if I asked you how you're doing and you replied to me, good, how about yourself? That how about yourself is telling me that, oh, this person wants to carry on the conversation, you know, move the conversation along, keep the conversation up. But when someone gives you a dead stop answer that you can't play off of, it tells me, of course, you you also take in their attitude, the way they are, just their body language, you know, just the way the body reacts to the way you're talking so i could i could see her she she seemed uh, unfazed slightly annoyed so uh, you know i was like okay oh she actually said yeah after after that after the last ex- after the last exchange when i was like yeah i'm new to the school you know just trying to make some homies trying to make some friends Yada yada yada. She was like, oh, yeah, I'm actually on the phone. You know what I'm saying? That's a big oof. But, hey, listen, it is what it is, you know. I can't be mad at myself. I tried. And you miss all the shots you don't take. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So she was like, yeah, I'm on the phone. I was like, okay, I got you. Take care. Have a nice day. And listen, I ain't smoke no weed, I ain't snort no cocaine, but I felt high after doing that. Because when I tell you that I am the most anxious, introverted, you, you know, shaky person, like with with running thoughts and you know all sorts of things things you know that's that's the type of person i am so for me to take this step out of my bubble my self-imposed quarantine my self-imposed isolation when i took myself out of that and i took the plunge and you know relatively successful (laughs) relatively successful i was i was quite happy with myself did i do some mistakes probably probably i mean i could have been much more fluid in my approach i could have been less fucking stiff i was as stiff as this table my legs rest on right now i could tell you that right now you could have put your fucking cups on top of me and them shits wouldn't be shaking at all i was fucking worried (laughs) but you know it is what it is it was it was a good experience and i enjoyed it and you know the first time is the hardest time the more you do it the more comfortable you get at it it's that it's it's those types of things would i fucking do that to myself you know again i don't know to be honest i'm not gonna lie to you and get all preachy and motivational and yes i took the plunge now i can fucking swim in the ocean uh, you know i could go deep diving and shit no 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 That shit took a lot of energy out of me but it was fun <laughs> so maybe i don't know we gotta wait till the day it actually happens and you guys will know about it but I took my destiny into my own hands that day, and I'm glad I did. And I'm gonna keep doing that. I'm gonna keep working. I'm gonna keep trying to do my best. And one day I hope I could get to the highest position in my own country and make a difference a difference and leave a legacy. And that's what I wanted to end on a legacy because like i said you can't take no money to the grave you can't take no riches to the grave you can't take no no nothing it's you and yourself in darkness and that's it but what you can leave behind is a legacy in which your people will never ever ever forget what you did for them and they will hold you and your children and your wife and your family in high regards forever and that's what I want I don't want no mansion I don't want no goddamn 9 to 5 I want a legacy I want a legacy that my kids could be proud of I want a legacy that my people could be proud of I want to be remembered for the rest of my country's existence and that's what i want to be remembered for you know the man who saved us i want to leave behind a legacy and that's what i'm looking for i appreciate you all today for taking time It's, it's been an hour i usually like to end these at 45 minutes 30 minutes because i noticed that you know people don't tend to like to listen to an hour but hey it is what it is, nah. No? So that's 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 my that's my line from now on. It is what it is. I ripped it off of Max Holloway because I loved it that much. Because it is the essence of life itself. It is what it is. Anything that happens, it is what it is. So thank you all for listening. I appreciate you. I'll be back soon. You know me. No matter how long I'm gone. I'll always be back. Inshallah. Take care, people. I'll catch you all next time. Peace. Bye-bye.